Welcome to Self-Care Hacks, the short podcast for overwhelmed and stressed out women who want to learn how to take better care of themselves. I'm your host, Anita Ojeda. I used to suffer from overwhelm and stress too, but I've learned how to take care of myself and take care of others. You can too. Thanks for joining us today. Are you angry? Pedro asked me. His voice sounded distant and tinny as it traveled through the sound system of his truck before reaching me. No, I replied. You sound angry. Yeah, well, when someone accuses me of being angry and I'm not angry, maybe I get angry. Oh, he said quietly. We can talk about this later. I'll call tonight. He hung up and I stared at my phone. You'd think by the time I had over four decades under my belt, I'd know myself better. Evidently, not. Or maybe I knew myself, but I didn't want to share myself with others, even those I love the most. Growing up, I understood that everyone accepted happy emotions. Negative emotions didn't get talked about a lot. But I know I had them. Everyone has negative emotions. My grandma thought I scowled too often, usually because she tried to boss me around. When I got angry, I slammed doors until my dad threatened to spank me if I slammed another door. As a three-year-old, I learned to say, Shut up! But I didn't know how to use the term. When people stared at me, I would growl, Shut up! The teenagers at church always laughed, but when my parents found out, they didn't laugh. They threatened punishment if I ever used that term again. So I shortened the term and just growled, Shut! at the next person who stared at me. She thought I had said something else, and I got my mouth washed out with soap for saying a bad word. Face it, for decades, people have thought negative emotions had no place in our lives. They sorted and categorized all human emotions into good and bad. But emotions just are. They happen, and they aren't good or bad. What we do with them matters. But just having them, not a problem. Dr. Paul Ekman, professor emeritus at the University of California, San Francisco, in an interview with Mariana Pogosayan, PhD for Psychology Today, says, Usually, we are not aware that we are emotional until afterwards, when we say something like, Oh, I lost my head. Well, you didn't lose your head. You just lost your awareness of what you were feeling at the moment. In other words, we have emotions and we can act on them. The way we act on them is what matters, not that we have the emotion. In order to have good emotional health, we need to learn to acknowledge our emotions, name them, and quickly decide how to respond to them. In my case, I need to quit denying that I get angry. I do! And contrary to what some Christians believe, anger doesn't equal sin. If you're not sure about that, check out the show notes and I'll have a link to another article. When we get in touch with our emotions, it allows us to react appropriately in situations where strong emotions threaten to take over. We can learn to identify the root emotion that causes us to act in a certain way. According to Dr. Mari Kovanen, Becoming aware of your feelings, approaching them with love and kindness, can help you to reduce anger. Often anger masks other feelings like hurt and sadness. Therefore, 
It is important to acknowledge all emotions as you experience them. That's some great advice. So, here are five hacks for getting in touch with your emotions. Hack number one, own it. Our grandson, Abel, looked at the puzzle pieces and declared, I'm puesto awaited. I looked at our daughter in astonishment. Wow, what a big word for him to use. We taught him that, she said with a grin. And color form Charlie on his favorite show says it every time a situation frustrates him. Set a goal to own your emotions when they occur. There's nothing wrong with saying, I'm angry right now, or I feel sad. Hack number two, say it out loud. Abel took time to stop his play and name his emotion out loud. We can do the same thing. We don't have to limit ourselves to only stating our not-so-positive emotions, like I'm angry, I'm sad, I'm frustrated. I learned this hack from Abel, too. He didn't start talking intelligibly until after three months of speech therapy, when he had just turned three. The first time we FaceTimed and he declared, I feel happy! I almost cried. We don't often walk around declaring our happiness, but why not? Right now I feel content. As I sit in my lawn chair in the shade of my RV, the vista of blooming cacti, owl clover, brittle bush blooms, and lupines soothe my soul. Tall saguaros keep watch and shelter cactus wrens, gila woodpeckers, and hawks. I feel happy and content. What makes you feel happy today? Go ahead, write it down. Hack number three, bank it. According to Dr. Ekman, you can draw on your memory bank to relive emotions. Memory is a good path to self-generating past emotional experiences and having them once again, he says, if we are not in the grip of an emotion. So, everybody can self-generate joy by remembering an enjoyable experience. I love his advice. So, what I would do is take photos of things that make you happy, content, peaceful, and positive. Save them to an emotions folder on your phone. When you want to generate positive emotions, draw on your bank of positive memories. Hack number four, count to 20. Forget just counting to 10. Strong emotions can occur because of a visceral response to perceived threats. We can't control our response. We can control how we react. Counting to 20 gives us time to get over the fright, flight, or freeze emotion and restore enough calm to our senses to state the truth about how we feel. Reacting in anger may actually mask a more vulnerable feeling, such as loneliness, betrayal, hurt, or sadness. Hack number five, record it. Journaling about your emotions during the day allows you to get in touch with your emotions and record events that seem to trigger certain emotions that you'd like to deal with. If you don't like writing, the Dailyo Journal uses simple pictures to track your moods and the events that surround them. Neuraboot Mood Support offers a way to track your progress as you work to improve your moods and emotions. Both apps, while free, have in-app purchases available. I'll leave links in the show notes at anitaojeda.com slash sch011. In that not-so-distant conversation with Pedro, I realized that I needed to get in touch with my emotions. 
My angry reaction had its roots in feeling frustrated with his reaction about a topic earlier in the day. Instead of talking about my frustration at the time, I let it fester and turn my next conversation with him into one cloaked in anger. In order to get in touch with your emotions, you'll need to set goals. As part of my goal setting for the year, I want to get to know my emotions better. I will own them, say them out loud, bank the ones that bring me peace, count to 20, and establish calm before I respond to triggers and record my emotions. Remember, we all have areas or domains in our life that can use improvement, but knowing we need to improve and actually improving requires that we learn to set goals. So, what are your goals for improving your emotional intelligence this week? Take care of yourselves, my friends. You are worth it. You can find me at anitaojeda.com or check out the show notes for links to my social media accounts. If you enjoyed this podcast, take the time to tell a friend. Together we can build each other up and teach each other how to take better care of ourselves. I'll see you here next Tuesday with more self-care hacks to help you overcome the overwhelm.